Hi, Bert. Hey, Hank. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I'm excited for some more trivia. You've had a busy week at work. <laughs> it's been a really day job. And wah, wah. Wah, wah. And so this is maybe a nice little break? It is. It is. I love doing research for trivia. It's and work, then but fun work. It is. Stretching that brain. Um, yeah. I finally mowed the yard today after our mower had gotten stolen. No, it's We so had a sad. real uh, strange series of events where our old mower broke. We bought a new mower. I mowed the yard with it. It got stolen off the porch the next day. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and then I finally, uh, after being grumpy for a week and pouting about it, I finally <laughs> went and bought a new one. Um, yeah, so... That felt nice, and so I'm happy to be here doing this with you. Good, me too, me too. It's our third episode. Three, it's bonkers. And people have been very kind about them so far, Yeah. and we really appreciate that. Um, so thanks for listening, thanks for being here. Um, and if you've noticed that the audio quality is not the best, mm -hmm. we hear you, mm -hmm. and we hear this, <laughs> and we, uh, we have invested in some like actual nicer equipment yeah it's on its way it's coming soon so this hopefully is the last episode with with the tin quality indeed indeed um, yeah so would you like to explain what we're going to do here today and yeah we'll go from there so uh just as a review we've got five rounds of trivia eight questions each um and each question is going to be worth a point so you just keep track on your own Interspersed, we'll have a guess the century round this time instead of guess the year. Each um, before each round, we'll give a clue about a century, and um, the clues will get more specific or easier as it goes on. So you'll um, get points based on when you answer and figure out when that century is. So we've got some theme rounds, we've got some stoked rounds about things we're excited about, and it'll be fun. All right, let's get into it. This is your guess the century clue for round one, and if you get it after this clue, it's worth 10 points. In this century, the Illuminati was formed in Bavaria. Round one, Bert's Themorama. This round's called Pop Quiz, and all answers have a soda name in it. Shout out to Hank for coming up with the title. Question one, this plant native to South America can contain 0.23 to 0.96% cocaine alkaloid. Question two, to play this popular children's game, seven kids stand up while the rest of the kids put their head down and their thumb up. The seven kids pick a person to push their thumb down and then all the kids sit up. The chosen children guess who pushed their thumb down for a chance to switch places. What's the name of the game? Question three, these magical creatures are also known as elves or fairies. Question four, this actress played Anne on Parks and Rec and made a documentary called Quincy about her father. Question five, another name for moonshine that fits this category is blank. Question six, this Marvel comic superhero team has had two ma movies made in the last 10 years, including one Starring future Captain America star Chris Evans as Johnny Storm. Question seven. 
This is an informal term for a booking photograph when arrested. Question eight. This medical specialty involves removing or repairing an injury, usually by cutting. All right, round one answers to Burt's Themorama pop quiz. Question one. This plant native to South America can, claim, can contain cocaine alkaloid? That's the coca plant. Number two. To play this popular children's game, seven kids stand up, push them down, and they switch places. That would be the fantastic uh, elementary school game, Heads Up, Seven Up. So I was always wondered, I think in my head, I thought that this game only existed in my elementary school. <laughs> <laughs> and so every time I hear, you, you, you know, there's some certain things from childhood that like, you just kind of assume is like part of your area. Mm -hmm. and, and then you like realize there are juggalos everywhere or something like that. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but also uh, very difficult to describe games, huh? <laughs> uh, I, I realize this whenever we teach your parents a new like oh. board game. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I always will say like two like fumbly sentences and then just say, You'll figure it out as we go. It's true. And because it's really hard to like, I've never, uh, no one's ever explained Heads Up, Seven Up. It's just existed. You just try. You just hop in and stick your head down and like everyone else. Much like life. Much like life. <laughs> Question three. These magical creatures are also known as elves or fairies. Those are called sprites. Question four. This actress played Anne in Parks and Rex and made a documentary about her dad. And that would be Rashida Jones. Nice. Did you watch Parks and Rec? I love Parks and Rec. Do you like Anne? I do. Yeah. I I do. She's very different, right? Like she's one of the she's one of the least goofy characters. And every once in a while you'll see it, mm -hmm. like a goofy side. Mm -hmm. But she's like one of the more straight character straight playing characters. I feel like there's so many wackadoodle characters for yeah. lack of a better yeah. word that you have to have that straight man character in order to mm -hmm. keep it somewhat grounded otherwise it just turns into ridiculous yeah and so she plays that with like leslie well with everyone she like when she's with andy when she's with mm -hmm. um chris traeger when she's best friends with leslie she plays that and so but you do like her character i know some, i've heard some people don't like her character but i think it's because she's not playing that typical yeah role that in that show I also love that Leslie loves her so much and calls her like muskox and beautiful and gives her all these compliments. So anybody who Leslie loves that much must be a great person. That's a good point. Question five. Another name for moonshine that fits this category is Mountain Dew. Uh, when I was fact checking this, uh, I, I always just kind of go through and just make sure all of our questions uh, when I do one last read through and make sure they all are true <laughs> and uh i didn't realize i always just assumed it was only like a southern like appalachia uh term okay for moonshine but it's also uh it's a it's like a scott irish thing too really there's apparently um an irish folk song from 1882 about mountain dew mountain dew that's hilarious yeah, things i did not know i yeah. love that yeah question six Marvel superhero team with two movies in the last several years, including one that starred Chris Evans as Johnny Storm, was The Fantastic Four. Nice. Uh, 
that's a good one. Sneaking Fanta in there. I, know. I like that. That's, I was proud. That's very good. Uh, you, you're a Marvel fan. I am. That, I love it. That's okay, you know. <laughs> Grimace. <laughs> uh, it feels cliche sometimes, what, but I what, think they're fun. A billion people watch every one of them. This is true. This uh, is true. What's your favorite? Character or movie? Or uh, I love Captain Marvel just because it is, well, I love Brie Larson. And yeah. um, she played her so well. And I love the story of... Um, just being this dogged pilot and ending up as a superhero just kind of by accident, really. So yeah, it's um, that was a really fun movie. But I'll watch any of them, especially Phase One. Like and um, yeah, that whole Infinity War series was top notch. Good, I love that. Question seven. This is an informal term for a booking photograph when arrested. Mugshot. Here's to hoping neither of us ever wind up with one. It's true. Oh, I already my, got... my license photo is so <laughs> terrible that I'm going to guess my mugshot would be like, I would end up on one of those like world's stupidest criminals websites or something like that, or world's worst mugshot. What website. if they made you switch your license photo to your mugshot if you ever got arrested? <laughs> that would be horrible. <laughs> It's like a new form of punishment I know. of shame. No, no, no. Um, we don't endorse shame as a this means. This podcast of... <laughs> does not endorse shame. No. Okay. Question eight. This medical specialty involves removing or repairing an injury, usually by cutting. Surgery. Sneaky. Another sneaky one getting surge in there. I love that. Good job. Did you drink surge when it came out? I did. I think I did. And then I got on the. That was, yeah, because that was, but that was also right around the time I went straight edge when I was about 14, 13, mm. 14, and, and so I quit drinking caffeine. Okay, so straight edge is no caffeine as well as no it's drinking. It's not necessarily. Okay, but um, it can be. But, yeah, caffeine's considered a drug, and so it could fall under. So okay. I did. Okay. For mine, for like nine, eight, nine, ten years. Wow. Yeah. Um, a lot of Sprite. <laughs> i mean sprite's delicious too <laughs> um all right great well end of round one guess the century round two if you get the correct century after this clue you get five points in this century edward jenner administered the first smallpox vaccine Round two, Hank stoked round. Question one. This one-woman yoga and meditation YouTube channel based in Austin, Texas, which sometimes features guest appearances by Benji the dog, has over 12 million subscribers and over a billion views. Question two. What NBA team drafted Kevin Durant, later moving to Oklahoma City and rebranding as the Thunder? Question three. This 19th century Massachusetts poet has been played on screen by Haley Stenfield, Molly Shannon, Cynthia Nixon, and more. Question four. What is the name of the world's sixth largest desert, which is a part of both China and Mongolia? Number five. What is the original capital city of Indiana?
Question six. What is the name of the comedy television show that set a record for its nine Emmy sweep in 2020 after its final season? Question seven. In what city was the first ever skyscraper built in 1885? Number eight. This American hard rock lead singer's birth name is William Bailey and his stage name anagrams to oral sex. Here are the answers for Hank Stoked Round, round two. The One Woman Yoga and Meditation YouTube channel based in Austin, Texas, with over a billion views, is Yoga with Adrian. Such a great channel. Such a wonderful, I, I, I love reading YouTube comments. <laughs> and there's so many people on there like, I'm like an obese 50-year-old and whose doctor said I'm going to die if I don't become more active. And oh, this wow. is where I'm starting. And it's Aww. been so great. Or like, I've always wanted to do yoga. And, I, you know, it's usually my doctor says it'll be good for me. And, yeah. And I didn't know where to start. And, mm -hmm. and, and but then she also has like 45 minute, like intense videos that people do as well. So there's just so much content. And she's just does it's so welcoming and we mm. and to be able to do it at home. It's so nice. It's so nice when, when you don't feel like going out or you don't or like we where we go sometimes it gets canceled and so Yeah. Um, it can be intimidating. Like it's mm -hmm. very vulnerable trying to move in those positions. And yeah. so yeah, I totally get being intimidated by it. Yeah. So, so I'm it's great for us who've been practicing yoga for a while, but it's like so it's where I always point people when they ask me about my yoga mm -hmm. practice to start here um so much those billion views are much deserved indeed it was really funny when we first discovered it you got so excited because in the intro you recognized austin and Where you didn't realize she was yeah. there yeah, yeah. And so that was a fun surprise too yeah because i didn't start practicing yoga until really until i moved here hmm. oddly enough interesting um yeah uh yeah so question two the nba team that drafted kevin durant later moving to Oklahoma City and rebranding as the Thunder, is the Seattle Supersonics. Great name. Great name. Very Supersonics. Uh. Um, and, yeah, some really fun Seattle Supersonics teams. Really? Yeah, there was a Gary Payton and Sean Kemp team that was really, really fun. Okay. Um, but, yeah, there it's strange. Uh, every once in a while you'll see, like, a, Kevin Durant rookie card, and he's wearing like a Supersonics jersey, which doesn't doesn't exist, exist anymore. Yeah. Question three: The nineteenth-century Massachusetts poet that's been played on screen by people like Molly Shannon and more um, is Emily Dickinson. I love Emily Dickinson as a poet, mm. but I also find that I really love. Um, like portrayals of her. Mm. Um, there's, there's just really fascinating, like um, Molly Shannon's movie. I got to see, it's called Wild Nights with Emily. And it was uh, the TV show Dickinson that's on Apple TV that yes. we've watched together. Um, also kind of follows this, but follows the uh, romantic relationship she probably had with um, her sister-in-law, her eventual mm -hmm. sister-in-law. Um, 
but the one I see Emily is like really irreverent and <laughs> I mean it's Molly Shannon, right? So it's like it's, <laughs> it's like it's kind of got that SNL tone, okay, to it. Um, but it's about like this proper poet, like the and like this smart, classy poet, and so yeah, it's very fascinating. I love that. Highly recommend. Number four, the name of the world's sixth largest desert, which is part a part of both China and Mongolia, is the Gobi Desert. Um, we, I think I stole this from somewhere. This question, <laughs> I think we had this. Maybe at one of our trivia nights that we go to. Probably. And I was like, I like that one. So everyone, so I try not to do that too much because I don't want to just steal from right, all the hard work um, that these other people do. But everyone, so I'm like, that's a great question. <laughs> uh, the original capital city of Indiana, you know, did you know? I did. Corridan. Corridan. It's ext- extreme south. Mm-hmm. I had to look where it was. I didn't remember. Extreme south of the state on the Ohio River. It is. Uh, number six, the name of the comedy television show that set a record with nine Emmys sweeping all the categories in 2020 after its final season was Shit's Creek, which is a top five. I would say easily a top five favorite show for me. It's You've gotten me to like it, which... Yeah. I take a while to warm up to shows, and so seeing someone else enjoy it really helped me get that way or get to that point. So, but it's so clever and sweet and genuine. It's a great show. Also, you love the no endings, and I, I know do. that. So I just showed you in the final episode is a beautiful episode. So I just showed you the final episode, and you were hooked. You know me well, and I appreciate <laughs> that a lot. <laughs> Number seven, the city with the first ever skyscraper in 1885 was Chicago. Chicago. That makes sense. I feel like that's a really, I feel like if I didn't know that, I could I could guess that. I could get to that. Well, I know the World's Fair happened in Chicago in like mm-hmm. the late 1800s because that's the story of the white devil in the white city. I'm not sure. I think um, about the serial killer who actually lived in Indiana, in Indianapolis for a while over in Irvington. Um, but uh yeah, it's a really dark story, but it's ve- it's a great book um, by Eric Larson, I think is his name. Um, but uh, it, it happens at the same time as the World's Fair. And so I imagine there was some sort of correlation between skyscrapers and inviting everybody in the world to come. Yeah, probably ma- that makes sense. All right, number eight. This American hard rock lead singer's birth name is William Bailey, and his stage name, Anagrams to Oral Sex. This is Beth's favorite question. It's amazing. Uh, might be the favorite question I've ever written. The answer is actual rose. I, anagrams to oral sex. I love that. And I also started coming up with other names that anagram to oral sex. And I've got Alex Soar, or Rose without an E. Oh. <laughs> um, and so Elo Rat, Rax, Raxel. Your assignment for next episode is to come up... Uh, for anagrams, stage name anagrams for cunnilingus. Oh my god! Yes. Ten right. bonus points if you no, no. I mean, <laughs> sure, why not? If you could do that, go for it. <laughs> All right, end of round two. Here's your clue for round three for guess the century, and if you get it after this clue, you get three points. In this century, the rules of golf were recorded and written for the first golf competition. 
All right, welcome to round three. It's called Hey, Do You Know? And this is where Bert and I take turns asking each other questions, and we invite you to play along at home. Um, for, through the first two episodes, Bert's got five right, and I've gotten seven right. So we'll see if she can catch me this go around. Dun, dun, dun. You said my questions were hard, so your we'll questions see. Are, I would say your questions are harder than the ones I gave you, but it's because I like you more. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> all right. No, that doesn't make any sense. Um, all right. First question. Bert, what distance is a half marathon? So I've run. Well, I walked one of these. I tried to run. <laughs> uh, so I definitely counted every 13.1 miles of that. So, yeah, that is sadly experienced. <laughs> and if you didn't know, you could probably see a little oval sticker on someone's car um that says 13.1 or maybe even the 26.2 you know they're badasses when they do that <laughs> i could never make it on a marathon oh. so hank do you know the 12 days of christmas referred to what time i was thinking about this and i was like i'm not I we always sang that song and I never realized what it was talking about. Like, mm -hmm. I just assumed it was always the twelve days leading up to Christmas, but that doesn't make any sense. I think it's the twelve. It says something to do with like the twelve days after Christmas, mm -hmm. but I don't know why. So is it something to do with the wise men? It is. Yeah, good job. Okay, that's what I would guess, but I nice. I don't know. Well, great guess then. Okay, do so I get a half point for that? I think you get a full point. Okay, I give you I give you points. So, good job. So explain. So the 12 days of Christmas um, refer to the time between Christmas and when the wise men came, which is called Epiphany. And so there's 12 days. And um, so I think traditionally you would give gifts in that time. And so it wasn't so much a lead up to Christmas Day, but it was the time afterwards. And so there's several, I think, religious observances that I don't know as much about. But I always thought that was interesting. And like you, I sang the song and just assumed a partridge in a pear tree just was for fun. Or like you would plant a pear tree somewhere. <laughs> All right, number three. What is Pokemon an abbreviation of? So yeah, I don't know this one, but I'm going to try and get there and see if I can work my way there. So Pokemon is a, an abbreviation of... I don't know. I got nothing. You're poking a, a mon? I don't know. Close. <laughs> Don't give me that. No, it, it, it's pocket monsters. Seriously? Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. Then I did not know that. Yep. Good job. Okay. What notes make the lines of a treble clef? Every good boy does fine. Nice. I was hoping you knew that. <laughs> I, somebody was halfway paying attention and this is left fifth grade music class. Yeah, you were. Good um, job. Yeah. Apologies if you hear our dog barking in the background. So I got that. Okay. Question number five. Bert, do you know which U.S. president pardoned a member of Peter, Paul, and Mary? I did, and I've forgotten. I know it's like the Eisenhower, Carter... 
Ford range. Um, I'm going to go with Carter. It is Jimmy Carter. Yes. Makes sense. Right? Timeline. Well, also, like, he, I guess him and Clinton are, like, the closest to, like, hippie. Like, like <laughs> hippie, like, chill out kind of people. Okay, okay. I, people. I guess. It. I don't know. That's just what I'm telling myself. I like it. All right. Question four. Hank, what is Babe Ruth's first name? George Herman Ruth. Nice. Now you're trying to get the whole, no <laughs> bonus points for you. <laughs> Good job. Did you know that from the Sandlot? Um, no, I just knew that through being a little kid collecting baseball cards. Nice. Yeah. All right. Question seven. At age 90 in 2021, what celebrity became the oldest person in space? So I remember when this happened, and I am 90% sure it is William Shatner because he got so excited about going to space after being in Star Trek. After pretending he'd been in yes, space? Yes, yes. Yeah, uh, it is, in fact, William Shatner. Um, NASA mm. still recognizes John Glenn. As, but there's been a couple people with these like rich people going into space. Mm, yeah. Uh, like, because I think Shatner was an Elon Musk trip on that. The Virgin. I thought it was, uh, you know what? I don't know. It was it one might of them. not have been. And then there was some other guy who was like 86 who had went with someone else before that. And okay. Then broke, okay. So they've technically broken the John Glenn record, but I saw that NASA doesn't recognize it. <laughs> um, NASA's putting the kibosh on it. Uh, so I like that. Question eight. Le Doctor and this French author of Huiclos, or No Exit, are the only nominees to turn down a Nobel Prize. I feel like you just put this in here to make my hick ass say this word. <laughs> um, it's the S-A-R-T-R-E person. Mm -hmm. Yep. Right? Right. Uh, would you like to say it? Sartre. 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 Um, it's one of the... As a person who didn't grow up around literary things and around other languages, that was, who became an English major, that was always my biggest fear. Like, I was always afraid of uh, mixing up Keats and Yeats. Oh, that's a tricky um, one. And uh, I thought Ezra Pound was a woman for the longest time. I was just like, I just didn't have the right connections. Like, sure, <laughs> yeah. Like, and I just made all these assumptions. And I just, I can never pronounce anyone's name. Like when I took philosophy, I was like, I, I'm just going to refer to, I'm just going to point to things. Um, <laughs> nice. So, yes. Yeah, so that round, you got three. Three, and I got all four. Nice. So we're at eight and 11 now. Dang, you are crushing it. Good job. Thank you. Good job to you as well. And good job to you playing at home. End of round three. Guess the century round four. If you get the century after this clue, you'll get two points. In this century, the College of New Jersey, now known as Princeton University, was founded. Round four, Burt's Stoked Round. Question one, who was the first US president to be born after the American Revolution? Question two, what natural element, which can be considered a natural disaster, is a necessary part of sequoia germination and growth? 
Question three, what chant is associated with the third eye chakra? Question four, the phrase pulling out all the stops originates from playing this instrument. Question five, baleen, the plates that filter food for baleen animals instead of teeth, is made up of what protein that also makes up human hair and nails? Question four, a group of hedgehogs or porcupines is fittingly called a blank. Question seven, what country does the U.S. export the most bourbon to? Question eight, what metal is liquid at room temperature and normal atmospheric pressure? Round four, Bert's stoked round, answers. Question one, who was the first U.S. president to be born after the American Revolution? That was Martin Van Buren, which ironically, he's the only president whose first language wasn't English. It was actually Dutch because he was born in the Pennsylvania Dutch area. I noticed we had a, a lot of president questions in this episode, um, which is funny because I'm not very good at it. Uh, usually when we go out and do trivia, I'm not the one that's like, unless it's like the ones in my lifetime, sure. I, can, yeah. I can get to those and know things about those. Um, but like Martin Van Buren is probably one that I forget was a president. <laughs> um, uh, are you good with presidential trivia? I'm not great. I know the ones that are involved in the musical Hamilton <laughs> and I know more recent ones. And just from playing, I've picked up some. We have a friend, Aaron, who's just incredible at that kind of history knowledge. Yeah. But yeah, I struggle. And especially with order and there's a few. I'm pretty sure there was a comic, Mallard Fillmore. And I think I always accidentally replaced Millard, Millet, Fillmore. I, I switched those two. <laughs> so I make one of our precedents a cartoon duck. But other than that, it's great. <laughs> so question two, what natural element which can be considered a natural disaster is a necessary part of sequoia germination and growth. So this surprised me, it's actually fire. And I know last year in the past few years, there's been a lot of talk about protecting the sequoias with the wildfires out in California. Um, and apparently those wildfires were too strong or they were too hot. And so it overcame the sequoias natural defenses, but they have a really thick bark and the fire actually causes the seeds the um to open up and then spread so that you can grow new sequoia trees which are just magical if you can see them in person very cool i have never seen them what you saw them where um they're in california in sequoia national yeah, park yeah national. cool that's awesome question three what chant is associated with the third eye chakra that's om which is often associated with yoga. And I only learned recently that the different chakras have different chants. So it was really fun to learn. Do you know the one for the throat chakra? I know one's vom and one's rom, and that's all I got. Th no, throat is hum. Hum. Which is spelled ham, which I love to put in my throat, <laughs> is how I remember it. Well, I won't forget it now. <laughs> Question four, the phrase pulling out all the stops originates from playing what instrument? It's actually an organ. 
So yeah, tell us more. Um, I have a coworker who is um, her husband plays the organ and played it for us and told us this fact. But in the process of playing the organ, you pull out what are called the stops, and that allows more air to go through so that it's a louder. And so it's kind of like going full force. So if you pull or, out all the stops, you're playing like super loud. Yeah. Turn it up to 11. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Question five. Baleen, plates that filter food for animals instead of teeth, is made up of what protein that also makes up human hair and nails? That's going to be keratin. I think I would have known that. Yeah. But I could have also seen me getting stuck on like creatine. Mm, or like like yeah. something that's clearly wrong, but like sounds it's close. Similar. Yeah. I, 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 anytime we do these questions, I always think of like, if this question came up at, at like a trivia night at a bar, would I, would I get it? Mm. And that's like one where I'm like, I, I feel like I'd be going, it's on the tip of my tongue. It's mm -hmm. on the tip of my tongue. But yeah, that's a good question. That's why I like trivia nights rather than Jeopardy. Like, I think I would do horrible at Jeopardy because I would second guess myself and the speed, but I love bouncing ideas off of each other. Question six. A group of hedgehogs or porcupines is fittingly called a prickle. That's perfect. I know. I love that. Also, when I first learned that, I thought it was a pickle and I it didn't make as much sense, but I just love the idea of a bunch of porcupines being called a pickle. So... My favorite um, animal group name is a parade of elephants. That's pretty great. I think that's pretty cool because I think that would be my favorite parade I'd ever been to. Aww, just a bunch of that's beautiful. I love that. Um, I too would like to be to see an elephant parade. Yeah. Both literally and figuratively. <laughs> <laughs> Question seven. What country does the U.S. export the most bourbon to? That's Japan. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense to me. There's some big collections in Japan. And um, when I've gone to the Bourbon Trail before, they've talked about how um, people will come visit from Japan and just order just mass shipments and have them on display. They won't even drink sometimes. They just love it's the collecting part of it. Which that is reminds me of someone I know. Shut it. <laughs> when, I, when I moved in with Bert, um, there was a lot of, dusty bourbon full <laughs> bourbon bottles uh they're not so dusty and not so full anymore <laughs> since i moved in but um yeah but i i understand i have seen the collect the joy of collecting <laughs> it's, it's not it's... my joy but <laughs> i'm um, glad somebody's enjoying them question eight what what metal is liquid at room temperature and normal atmospheric pressure so this one, um, if you've ever used an old school thermometer, you would know it's mercury. Uh, yeah. Don't break them. That's bad. Don't handle mercury. But it's cool that it's liquid. End of round four. This is your guest the century clue for round five. If you get it after this hint, you get one point. This century is known as the century of lights or the century of reason. Welcome to round five, Hank's Themorama. It's called a little bit of this and a little bit of that. It works like before and after answers. So for example, 
if I said singer played by Jamie Foxx plus author of A Christmas Carol, the answer would be Ray Charles Dickens. Question one. NBA's all-time leading scorer plus the godfather of soul. Two. First black and current host of Family Feud plus first openly gay man elected to public office in California. Three. Only president to serve two non-consecutive terms plus only NBA team in Ohio. Question four. Sports playing Golden Retriever movie series plus domestic beer that caused uproar with rainbow cans. Question five. Strangely named Indianapolis Steakhouse plus comedian who was famously slapped by Will Smith. Six, English lead singer of songs like Yellow and Clocks, plus comedian who portrayed Jiminy Glick. Seven, Grease star who died last year, plus president who died in 1963. Question eight, mustachioed sex symbol of the 70s, first famous in Gunsmoke, plus best overall aluminum foil according to Cuisine at Home blog. Here are the answers for round five. Hank's Themorama called a little bit of this and a little bit of that, which has before and after answers. Before I give the answers, I just want to say I had so much fun writing this round. <laughs> um, it, it was, yeah, it was just a delight. It's a great round. This is one of my favorite categories on Wheel of Fortune, the before and after. Yes. And so each one you said to me, I was just like, that's brilliant. So yeah, it's so fun to write. All right. Question one. NBA's all-time leading scorer plus the godfather of soul. That's LeBron James Brown. <laughs> Two fucking legends. True story. Number two. The first black and current host of Family Feud, plus the first openly gay man elected to public office in California. That's Steve Harvey Milk. I love that. So good. Did you ever watch Family Feud? I watched it, but more often now, I just watch the snippets that go through On reels. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> On reels, yeah. Uh, I laughed so hard. Uh, yeah. Big um, Family Feud family. Yeah. Uh, and... My favorite host was Richard Karn, who Aww. played Al Boyland on yes. Home Improvement. I forgot he was a host. He was a brief host. Yeah. He's such a great person, too. I, I really I like him. And uh, there was a, a streak there where on one of those face match things, I kept getting Richard Karn. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because I'm balding and I have a beard. <laughs> but, um, yeah. All right. Number three, only president to serve two non-consecutive terms and only NBA team in Ohio. That's Grover Cleveland Cavaliers. So good. Um, and can y'all tell that I like the NBA? I try, <laughs> I try to have some variety. I swear the next episode is going to have like a football question or something, but I just love uh, the NBA. Okay. NBA and presidents are off limits for our next yeah, episode. Yeah, we, we need a break. Palate cleanse.
All right, number four, the sports playing Golden Retriever movie series plus the domestic beer that caused an uproar with rainbow cans is Air Bud Light. Love Air Bud. Yes. Um, I do, I do too. I've, there's like a lot of them. Really? Yeah, there's like soccer and I think there's a hockey and there's baseball. The dog plays all of them? Yeah. Huh. That's a very talented dog. I don't know if it's the same dog. Hmm. I don't know if this is just a docu-series about sports playing Golden Retrievers. <laughs> That's what I like to pretend. I love it. Um, okay, number five. Strangely named Indianapolis Steakhouse plus comedian who was famously slapped by Will Smith is Ruth Chris Rock, which is hard to say. It really but is. We've always wondered about Ruth Chris, why it's named that. Yeah. So I looked it up. Oh. Um, this woman bought um, a steakhouse called Chris's Steaks. Oh. And um, wanted to keep the sign. Something about wanting to keep the sign. Like it burned down, wanted to keep the sign, but couldn't uh, Couldn't just call it Chris's Steakhouse or something. And so, so called it Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. So she owns Chris's Steakhouse. Yeah. Okay. It makes sense. It's still difficult to say, but it's odd. It's very odd. Hmm. All right. Number six. The English lead singer of songs like Yellow and Clocks, plus comedian who portrayed Jiminy Glick, is Chris Martin Short. So I don't know Jiminy Glick, but I do know Martin Short in Only Murders in the Building, and yes. it's my new favorite obsession. So here's again where the personal bias came in. Mm. I, there's several, there's uh, several different ways I could have framed that and how to present Martin Short. Ah, uh, yeah. But I love Jiminy Glick, and um, he was he wore like a ridiculous like fat suit that somehow he would look like he was sweating. Oh, and and he. And he would he was this like over enthusiastic but not very good at his job, um, like Hollywood beat reporter. So he would interview all these famous. It was kind of like a precursor to Between Two Ferns. Okay, okay. But he was just like he's like I'm Jimmy Glenn, and like <laughs> and like he, like that like that he just yelled and he was like I'm here with Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> like he would just get like really excited, and he had this whole backstory as kids' names. And like his wow. wife's name, and 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 there's just he had this whole persona, and he just like Martin Short does, just commits to it. Sure, it's ridiculous, but yeah, it's like kind of like a precursor between two. Friends. Okay, well that sounds um, fun. Yeah. Also, obviously Chris Martin from Coldplay. Hmm. Um, Coldplay, thumbs up or thumbs down? Um, I like their early stuff, and I like that he's still making music, and it sounds different. Like any band or any person who can make music and not sound exactly the same for twenty years, I think is really impressive because it's they're growing. Yeah, I like that. So, um, he ruined yeah the color yellow for me. Oh. Anytime it, there's something, and I just have to go. It was all yellow. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I I can't see the word yellow without that. So. Um, so I'm a little grumpy about that. <laughs> All right, number seven. The Grease star who died last year, plus the president who died in 1963, is, of course, Olivia Newton-John F. Kennedy. 
so good. I think this is my favorite one of yeah, all of them. Yeah, me too. It's the so mouth, the mouthful of it. It, it is. It's just like really hard. Olivia Newton, John F. Kennedy. The three-name combo. It's really fun. All right, number eight. The mustachioed sex symbol of the 70s, first famous in Gunsmoke, plus the best overall aluminum foil, according to the Cuisine at Home blog, is Burt Reynolds wrap. Nice. Um, I, I agree with Reynolds wrap being the best overall aluminum foil. Um, I went through my days of being poor and uh, buying like seven feet of off-brand aluminum foil at mm. a time yeah. from uh, from the Dollar Tree. Yeah. It's like it's like four feet. You get like, yeah. like you get like nothing, and it's you like use it once and, and it's, it's gone. so floppy, and it's like it's so. Anyways, yeah, I never thought I would be talking about Reynolds wrap on a podcast, <laughs> but that was another fun one. I like that. I also right. love the word mustachioed. Yeah, I think it's my new favorite word, and it has all the vowels in it except for Y. But oh, that's interesting. Good observation. Uh, that is actually the beginning of his Wikipedia article. What is mustachioed? Is mustachioed sex symbol of the seventies? Amazing. Yeah. All right. Shout out to whoever wrote that on Wikipedia. Yeah. Pretty cool. All right. Uh, end of round five. So we're at the end of our guests the century. So to recap our clues, we have in this century, the Illuminati was formed in Bavaria. In the century, Edward Jenner administered the first smallpox vaccine. The rules of golf were recorded and written for the first golf competition. The College of New Jersey, which is now known as Princeton University, was founded. And the century is known as the century of lights or the century of reason. If you haven't figured it out, the century is the 1700s. Well, folks, that's it. We've made it through episode three of Hank and Bert's Trivia Bonanza. Thanks for joining us. We um, are so glad you're here, and we hope you'll join us again in two weeks when hopefully we will sound amazing on our new equipment. And until then, be sure to subscribe, um, leave, us a or leave us a review, and if you like this enough, share it with a friend or 12. <laughs> uh, we'll see you later. Thanks, all. Bye.